Hello. Hello. Have you got me? I think I have. I'm not sure you're on the right microphone. Oh, okay. Hang on. How do I get on the right microphone? I've forgotten. Uh, go to the top bar where it says uh, audio or video. Oh, yeah. Uh, where does it say audio or video? Yeah, okay. And then uh, USB audio codec. On both, yeah. On that one. And it's different for the one I do on the radio. That one. Yeah. <clears throat> right, okay. Well, there we are. Has that sorted it out? Yeah, that sorted it all out. Oh, good. Okay, right. Try to get my microphone balanced. Okay. Um, right, I suppose I ought to get the... You did a running order, did you? I, I did something, yes. <clears throat> Not that I really need it. Um, but I'll just put it up just in case. Right. Um, okay. Shall we, uh, shall we crack on with this or shall we not bother? Are you ready to go? Um, no, not really. I've just got used to sort of chilling out and doing f all, really. So um, uh, let's start it. Right. Um, hello there. Welcome back to the, uh, the, the James Whale podcast. I know. I know a lot of people thought I wouldn't be here again, that I might have snuffed it. And, um, well, you know, uh, uh, there's loads of ways you can, aren't there? COVID all over the place. So I've got cancer again. And uh, moved my phone away from the microphone. Forgot about that. Got any questions about this or not? I haven't looked. Um, no, there's no questions well, about it. Okay, good. Uh, but lots of people have on social media. So first of all, I want to thank everybody for their kind thoughts and their kind words, even the ones who were quite rude, uh, which always amuse me. doesn't bother me one way or the other, but just think that you're probably fairly sick fucks anyway. And uh, I am, as you can probably hear, fairly, fairly in control of my mind at the moment, although there were, when I, uh, I was in hospital for a couple of days getting some of the problems I had sorted out, I did go a little bit doolally, as you know, Rob. I, I did all sorts of weird things, like I phoned my boss and kept him on the phone till four o'clock in the morning. He was very understanding. And Anyway, um, all sorted out. My kidney cancer has returned after 20 years, whether it's part of the original one or a new one, I don't know, but I'm getting treatment for it, and uh, I shall carry on in that vein. Um, it's not brave, it's, not, it's just what you have to do. There are people listening to this at the moment who you might, you know, don't feel sorry for me, please. Feel sorry, actually, for everybody that doesn't make enough of their lives. Now, I've had a, when I think back, I've had a great life. I've had a really great life. And I like, for all kinds of reasons, I would like it to go on a bit longer. Um, but I have had a great life. And the thing that you do have to realise at some point is that we're all going to die. Now, in a way, luckily, 20 years ago, I had my uh, first dealings with cancer, not the big C or anything else, cancer, okay? And uh, you just get on with it because you can get all kinds of diseases. You can get anything. You can get run over by a car or a bus. You get you, – all people die from all sorts of accidents every single day. So I, I might sound glib about this. I don't mean to sound glib, but there really is no point in – in feeling sorry for yourself. The temptation is great. Don't get me wrong. The temptation is great for all kinds of reasons. 
But in the end, you just have to realize that at some point we are all terminally ill. We are born to die. And once you get that in your mind and get on with things and perhaps try to make life a little better uh, for people around, if you can, um, listening to me might not make it any better for you, so be aware of that. Um, so I just, I, I, I thank everybody for, for, for so much love. I, it sounds, I sound a bit wet now. So much love that I have got across the internet. And I, I would just like to thank everybody for that. But please just, can I just say a few words that this COVID situation, um, which I haven't spent much, if any time worrying about, I have to be honest with you, um, is causing huge problems for people who have been recently diagnosed with cancer. Uh, I'm being looked after by the NHS in an exceptionally good hospital. They're not all able to do that. Some hospitals are short of staff. Some hospitals uh, don't have the facilities. Um, and what is absolutely terrible is if somebody is diagnosed with a form of cancer and then told, but we can't get to you and start your treatment for three or four weeks down the line. That must be the most appalling thing to hear, because once you get the diagnosis, what you want is the treatment as soon as possible. And that just beggars belief in some ways that we've got ourselves into this situation where half the population to be seem to be scared stiff to do anything. The other half are not taking much notice. Maybe that's an overgeneralization, but come on. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, there are so many things to worry about. Brexit, we'll talk about in a moment, but honestly, um, this rule of six, I mean, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. How is this going to help? And, and, and It's not logical. You don't have to do it at work or you don't have to do it at school, but you have to do it when you're in your house. Well, who the f*** is going to actually be able to police that? And now telling your neighbours to actually snitch on anybody, well, nobody can see in anyway. And even if your neighbours did, I mean, that is just going to cause enormous problems in society. I'm going to talk about this on my talk radio show, which I shall be doing uh, Tuesday night. don't know when you're uh, listening to this, or Thursday night as well, I think, this week. But it is just a stupid thing to say. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, you know... This whole thing about wearing masks, I mean, so many of them are fairly grubby. Lots of them, um, when you go to hospital and you're wearing one of these, if you buy one of these fairly expensive masks, which are fashionable or some designer made, uh, you go to hospital, they tell you to take them off and they give you a medical one because, um, because they don't think they're very good. I'm just um, smelling, oh, it's got perfume, oh, it's my perfume, uh, on, I was just smelling mine. You... You know, I'm not sure they do a huge amount of good, particularly if you have to wear them in some countries when you're walking down the street outside. Anyway, I just think perhaps we should be rethinking the whole thing about this. Uh, got any thoughts? Of course, you can always get in touch, jamesworldradio at gmail.com. If I remember correctly, do I? You do remember correctly, yes. Yeah, my memory's a lot better than it was. I must have been ill, you know, for about a year, I reckon. I think so, yeah. But there was lots of things going wrong with you all the time. I remember having to do podcasts where we had to stop for an hour or so because things weren't right, and that was a while ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, anyway, I'm glad. And, and with being on lockdown, you see, the problem is that uh, that you you don't realise that you're getting ill. And until somebody said to me, uh, "Oh, James, you know, you don't look very well," and I, I'm sure a lot of people saw the pictures in the paper, and I didn't. Um, I uh, I don't. Um, I don't think I look quite like that now. In fact, if you look at my videos, I don't look like that now, but it was quite worrying. So as soon as you feel off-colour, you need to go and see your doctor. The thing about cancer is it doesn't really hurt until it's too late quite often. Uh, so you need, as soon as things not working very well, as soon as little things go wrong, as soon as you've got aches and pains somewhere, go and get it checked out. The uh, majority will be fine, but some won't, and you need to get treated as soon as you can. Um... I imagine I shall be on treatment probably for uh, the rest of my life. And it's, you know, it's one of those things you just have to uh, contend with and get on with. But as somebody pointed out to me the other day, there are lots of worse things when I was having a bit of a moan. And there are, enormously. I mean, I'm very lucky. I live in a house with a garden, and uh, I'm not supposed to, to sort of go and socialise much, and I walk in the pub, it empties, so that's quite useful. You you Nothing. walk into the pub and then it empties. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're all. I just assume they're all being very nice to me. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Good. Um, so anyway, there we are. That's that's where I am at the moment. And uh, and talk radio and uh, and News UK have been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So there we are. That um, I've wanted to talk about that for a while. I haven't actually been in the mood to do a podcast, but I am now. <laughs> And we've had loads and loads of, uh, of letters. Uh, we've had one from a guy called Jason King. Did we do that before? Well, we can't have done. No, I suppose not. I think I might have read it before because he sent it to me, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, who said, Jason King uh, said, we really missed your podcast. And then he says, James, I've been a fan of yours for almost as long as I can remember. Must be nearly 30 years from your early days on talk radio. Do you know, it has been, actually. When I think about it, I've actually been on the radio somewhere now for about 45, 40, 74 until now. What's that? Um, well, that'd be two th uh, 2004, wouldn't it? That'd be uh, 30 years. Yeah. And then 2014 would be 40 years. Yeah. So 46 years. Jeez. Listen, I need, I need to make 50, right? Grand? No, no. Well, that would be nice. I need to, it would be nice and to try and make some money. But, um, you know, uh, but uh, I've been on the radio a long time. Do you know my biggest annoyance? I don't really care now because if they, they offered it to me, I'd probably go and make a very rude. I never got indicted into the Radio Hall of Fame. I have been on the radio since I was in my 20s. And I've never been invited to one of those dues. What, even just to be a, an audience member? Yeah. Did you upset somebody? <sighs> yeah. I, I did, one of these organisations about radio some time ago, I did. I did. They were, they were asking what makes a good phone-in or something. Can't remember. And, uh, and uh, what was that name of that flipping politician woman who uh, told people to stop eating eggs? Edwina Curry. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was there. She'd had a show on Radio 2, and she was telling everybody uh, how to do good radio. Uh, and then, to be fair to her, I suppose she did say, and by the way, I learned from James Well, and I was on this panel as well. And it was just dull and boring. 
This is part of me back to my normal self. I've been listening to a lot of radio. It is so shitty, some of the radio out there. And you'd think people would have learnt by now, wouldn't you, how to do better radio in this country, but it doesn't seem they do. I don't know who runs a lot of these radio stations, but most of it's shit. I'm not talking, I mean, I'm talking about ones that could be really good. You know, talk radio is excellent, and that's why we're getting such a huge audience. LBC's not doing so well. Um, the BBC local stations could all have become talk radio stations locally and done really well, and they're just crap. Why? What happened? Who are the people who are running these? Who are the people who are coming up with the ideas? Well, they're mostly people who have no idea. Not that I'm, I'm just, I wouldn't normally say this because I'd be worried about ever getting another job. But, uh, you know, you can do so much online now. It's not old school radio anymore, though, is it? It's all modern university young people running the show. Well, that's fine if it's good. Well, it's not, though, is it? It's all PC stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's fine. It, it, you know, I'm talking about radio where you communicate. Music radio, it, you, you know, if you do more than a five-second chat between records, you annoy everybody, on apparently. But then you can always put your own playlist together. You don't really need a DJ, do you? Well, uh, your Apple iPod will do that for you. Exactly. And I wonder about some of the ratings of some of these radio stations. I think they go, oh, yeah, we've got all these listeners. Um I actually wonder, because the way they do the listening thing, it, it, it's a bit hit and miss, to be, uh, to be absolutely serious with you. Uh, but then, you know, the cheaper they can make commercial radio, the more successful it will be. But radio that actually means something, is, is, it's, not, it's not really there, is it? We don't do anything. If you listen to American radio, it's exciting. America and Australia is exciting. I don't know why we don't do it. Why don't we do it? We don't have the personalities anymore. Well, we must have them somewhere. I'm looking for one to train up, and then I could be their manager and agent and make loads of money and not have to do anything. Anyway, back. Sorry, Jason. I'm, I'm waffling on, aren't I? He said, uh, so anyway, listen to you on Talk Radio, then Talk Sport, then LBC, now back to Talk Radio, um, and your podcast with Rob. I hope uh, that order is in some case. So obviously, I know about your health issues from 20 years ago and the sad loss of your wife a few years ago. So when you recently disappeared for a few weeks from your podcast, I did a little research. Uh, I saddened to hear about the return of your cancer. Um, I know you won't mind me mentioning the C word. Um, I don't mind you mentioning it as long as you don't call it the C word um, because it's cancer. And uh, don't, don't give it a swerve because that, that gives it more power. Just mention it. Uh, one of the big problems, by the way, is that lots of charities, my own included, which is Kidney Cancer UK, and if you check them out online, Kidney Cancer UK, which is the leading kidney cancer charity in this country, uh, they need help. And we're trying to find all kinds of ways of raising awareness and raising some money. And if any of you could do anything, I don't know, a sort of fun jog or a parachute Jump or any, any any way of raising money that would be extremely helpful. Uh, and if you go to uh, Kidney Cancer UK, check it out and see if there's anything you might be able to do for us. Um. Anyway, Jason, to cut a long story short, um, we wish you speedy recovery. We, as we know, you'll get through. Well, that's very kind of you. Uh, for me, you're a broadcasting legend. That's also kind of you. I used to fax you when you were on Talksport. My gosh. Faxes, that's a long time ago, isn't it? Mm. About 25 years ago. I sent you a joke a few weeks back 
which you and Rob read out on the podcast. You may even remember because you were talking about my name from the old 70s series with Peter Wingard, who played Jason King, of course. Anyway, stay strong. Uh, best regards, Jason King. That, I just thought that was a really nice letter. Jason, thank you very much indeed. Um, so uh, what are we going to do about Brexit, by the way? We're here. Um, Dave Sharp sent me a joke. He says, do you want to hear a joke about my penis? Never mind, it's too long. <laughs> you wish. Um, so anyway, uh, what were we talking about there? You were about to mention Brexit and then you went on to penises. Yeah, no, I don't know. My mind works in mysterious ways, doesn't it? Um, yeah, or peni. So, uh, Brexit and all this, all this kerfuffle about, oh, we're breaking international law, you know. No, we're not. The European Union, by the way, the European is not a union. It's very ununion, if you like. The European Parliament, not European people, not the people of France, who I love dearly, or the Italians, who I love, um, or any other country in Europe. Don't know much about Spain and, and other countries, but I spent a lot of time in France and Italy. The people, we have no, no issues with the people at all. The people who run the European Union, in my view, and I used to be a Remainer, remember? I remember, yes. I was a staunch Remainer, and then suddenly a friend of mine made me realise that what, what it is is a way of, of Europe, which or the Union, which is exceptionally good for Germany, but pretty shitty for everybody else, was fast becoming... A, it, it, it was, it was really, I don't know what the word is. It, it's not a union at all, more of an empire. I think that's a word, empire. Becoming a European empire where the Germans were calling the shots. We got a deal to pull out, which was an exceptionally good deal, any deal, just to get the f out. So now they're not really playing ball, they're not agreeing with things, so... Our Prime Minister, quite rightly, in my view, has actually said, well, listen, um, I'm going to change this, I'm going to change that, if you don't actually start negotiating about it. Because if we leave without a deal, as you know, they're trying to force us to do, and they're trying to force us to do it for one simple reason, they don't want any other country thinking it's very easy to leave the European Union or the European Empire as they're trying to build. They don't want individual countries having any individuality. They want everything harmonised, money, taxes, the whole lot. So it would be, you'd forget Britain and France and Italy, it would just become Europe. Eventually, that's what they want. Europe, uh, and they'll tell you it's for the good of the people. And uh, individuality is something you can't really get rid of because we all think we are individuals. We all think we're slightly different and more unique than everyone else. And that's a good thing. We should do that. So this European Union would never really work. And they don't want us being the first, you know, like pulling out one block and then everything else crumbles around it. So they actually want to make sure Britain gets a bloody nose when they're leaving. So just leave. F*** them. Just leave. Not the people of Europe, I stress. Not the fabulous people in Europe who you couldn't meet nicer people in loads of countries and if we could be more laid back like some European countries, it would be great. And maybe we'll get there. But it's the politicians. 
I think we're quite lucky in this country to have Boris. I really do, because, you know, um, he's fun, a bit bumbly. Um, and I don't think he's, you know, I think he's trying to make everybody understand what's going on. But unfortunately, the really hardened politicians, a lot of which would see themselves and their futures within the European Union, all make a little bit of money, uh, isn't going to happen now for them, I'm afraid. And so this European empire is beginning to crumble and they're not going to make it easy. So why don't we just leave? And if, if individual countries can't do trade deals for food and various other things with us, then it'll be tough for a while, but so be it. Because you can't tell me that a lot of the food produced in France and Italy that comes here uh, isn't going to go anywhere else. And those farmers are pretty powerful, particularly in France. They just block the roads when they don't get their own way. And I, I, I honestly think, never mind about, you know, don't even change the flipping thing. Just say, look, we're, we're quitting. We're fed up with you. You're not even interested in negotiating some kind of deal. We're going. Now, if you, if you actually think I'm talking bollocks, then call me on my talk radio show in the evenings. Or send me, a, send me an email, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay, good. Uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. And uh, we will include it in the show. If you think I'm talking rubbish, you let me know. Here's another joke for you. Uh, a small boy asks his dad, Daddy, what is politics? Dad says, well, son, let me try to explain it this way. I'm the breadwinner of the family, so let's call me capitalism. Your mum, she's the administrator of the money, so we'll call her the government. They are here to take care of your needs, so we will call you the people. The nanny will consider her the working class, and your baby brother will call him the future. Now, think about that and see if that makes sense. So the little boy goes off to bed thinking about what his dad said. Later that night, he hears his baby brother crying, so he gets up to check on him. He finds that the baby has filled his nappy. The little boy then goes to his parents' room and finds his mother sound asleep. Not wanting to wake her, he goes to the nanny's room. Finding the door locked, he peeks through the keyhole and sees his father giving the nanny one with great gusto. Uh, he gives up, goes back to bed. The next morning, the little boy says to his dad, Dad, I think I understand the concept of politics now. His father says, oh, good, son, tell me in your own words what you think politics is about. And the little boy replies, well, while capitalism is screwing the working class, the government is sound asleep. The people are being ignored and the future is in deep shit. <laughs> oh dear, Jazz Kev, very funny. Don't think I agree with the, uh, the, the with the uh, analogy, but very very funny joke. Um, if you've got any jokes, send them to us. James Radio Gmail dot com is the way you can get in touch. Now, one of the features of the James World podcast was a little bit of technical talk by our uh, astound producer, Mister Rob over here. Uh, so he's going to do that now. You've been waiting for this for weeks now, haven't you? Well, take the piss out of you doing it. 
I was going to give you an update on the app. The app is uh, more or less complete now, and it's ready to go on the App Store. So that should be happening very, very, very soon. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really good app, and you've pinched parts of my old radio show, my old TV show. There's bits of that. There's bits of uh, your old your all your old singles are on there. Uh, Not the one I'm rather embarrassed about that yeah. was in the 80s. No. Yeah, that's on there. Oh, do you think you should do that? I mean, it is quite, it is of its day. Well, it's all about content, isn't it? So if I take everything out, there'd be no app, wouldn't there? Oh, right. I thought you just pressed an app to get to what we're doing. Yeah, it's also the live feed to your radio show in the evenings. Oh, right. Okay. And also the back feed, so you can go backwards in history on the little calendar. I'm really proud of that. That's really cool. Well, you're clever. You really are a very clever chappy, aren't you? Some photos, some movies. Mm -hmm. Photos and what? Movies. Oh, you've got one of me going to Boston, where, funnily enough, I think I, I did that for my wife. Yeah, there's an underpants scene in there, or a swimming pants scene we can't talk about. Is there? I haven't seen that. Where's that? That's it. You walk around the hotel room in your Speedos. Am I? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I'll have to look back at that. And there's a trip to Chicago. That's there. Yep. There's lots. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So when is that going to be available? Um, as soon as uh, Apple accept me onto their uh, developer program. Oh, right. Okay. How long will that be? When I give them the 80 quid. Okay. We're selling any books because we haven't got any money if we don't. Yeah, well, I sent a few books out the other day. I should do a commercial, shouldn't I? What, for books? Yeah. Yeah, go on then. Um, that's just dead air. No, no, hang on. I'm just doing it. So if you'd like to find out more about the life of me, James Well, why don't you get hold of my autobiography? Uh, it's only six ninety five. Correct. Thank you. Uh, you can get it from the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. And that includes postage and packing. So why do you make it six ninety five? All right, Daisy May. That's what's written on the back of the book. Oh, right. Okay. Because if we cut it down to six quid, it'd be a lot easier for... Oh, no, it doesn't make any difference, does it? Well, the postage is like pound forty. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, it's a bargain anyway, because when it first went on... Uh, well, that's the paperback. Yeah. Don't really have many copies of the hardback anymore. Well, that was about 20 quid. This is the worst advert going. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was quite good. So, basically... I've got quite a few of these uh, books I wrote 10 years ago. Uh, probably a little bit longer, but roughly about that time. Yeah, and so it's, a, it's my life up until... Um, it includes me being diagnosed with cancer the first time and then up until I got sacked from talk radio the first time. Yeah, just before LBC. Just before I joined LBC, yeah. Although I have worked at LBC a few times. But talk radio is my home, and I couldn't work. The people who run talk radio now know about radio. That is the important thing. Not offered me a job yet, though. Yeah, but you live far too far away. Yeah, but it's remote distancing. Well, yeah, but, you know, we might eventually, I might eventually just do all the shows from home, and you could be the producer. Oh, there we are, then. So there we are. If we could get, you know, I could do a couple more podcasts a week if we could find a way of making some money out of it. Um, but the moment, the only way we'll make money out of it is selling a bit of sponsorship, which we do from time to time if you're interested in selling our book, uh, which has got pictures of me as a baby in it as well. 
Uh, so jameswellradio.co.uk, you get a copy of, uh, what is it? I forgot what I called it. Hang on. Um, uh, My Night to, No, no. Almost a Celebrity. Yeah, and there's a subheading then. My night time, because most of my radio time was spent 10 o'clock at night until 1 in the morning. And I thought maybe a live show, because if I'm doing it from home, it doesn't really matter, 10 o'clock until 1. Um, it'd be okay, wouldn't it? Yeah. Got some other ideas for TV shows, though. Have you? Yeah. We, we could do that. I mean, I do my radio show visually now as well from here. No, I mean, a proper, proper, um, hmm. as in a more Yeah, of a, well, we, we can talk about that. Let's not tell everybody online now. Okay, right. But I could do the podcast with a visual element, couldn't I? You can, yes, very easily. But why don't I do that in future? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, I've eaten too much. They told me to eat, so I have. Um, well, I could just do it on FaceTime, couldn't I? That's what I... Yeah, we could, I could link to you uh, with something like FaceTime or something and then uh, put that out with some titles yeah. and jizz mm. it up a bit. Can I say jizz? Why not? What would, what would be wrong with jizz? There's nothing wrong with jizz. All right, okay. Um, so anyway, uh, if you buy the book, then we could do more of the podcast. Yeah. You, I don't know how many more we got. And, of course, it, it's a one-man band. He has to put them all in an envelope, take them down to his local post office and post them off. <laughs> we had an order in for 20 the other day. It kept him busy all afternoon. Yeah, because I had to print out each individual address label. <laughs> uh, and the end of that doesn't make an enormous amount of money, does it? So, <laughs> oh, I think that's quite funny. Actually, so buy as many as you can and just imagine Rob <laughs> Rob uh, having to give up a, an afternoon's work or, or maybe a whole day's work. It was a few hours. Yeah, well, there we are. I bet it annoyed you. Uh, so uh, if you want to actually uh, get a copy of the book, It'd be really nice, and then you can uh, you can ask me questions about my acting ability, and there are some other things. Do you know, having written an autobiography, which became a bestseller, which is why it came out in paperback as well. Um, and the reason I'm selling copies is because you know after it's done all its business, and we're talking about over ten years ago, uh, you get the opportunity to buy up. Yep, buy up. Uh, the remaining copies, and I did, and never did anything with them until we started doing the podcast, until, well, about a year or so ago. Um, 2014. A couple of years ago. But as I never really talk about it or push it, we don't, I mean, we've, we've got a couple of hundred left, so if you want one, get in touch. Um, why was I doing, I was going to do a nice pithy advert, like, have you ever thought about finding out more? about James Well, the radio legend, who's not in the Radio Hall of Fame, why not get hold of a copy of his fantastic autobiography called Almost a Celebrity, My Nighttime of Lifetime? And being a dyslexic, James quite often gets things back to front. It's only £6.95, available from jameswellradio.co.uk. You'll be glad you did. Oh, well, actually better, yeah. Well... I don't know. I'll leave it to you. Um, so anyway, uh, did you want to do Tech Talk or not? Because I'm beginning to think we probably have been going on quite a long time and people are bored stiff. Uh, well, yeah, finished it. What about uh, TV and uh, films? Have you seen anything? Hang on. On the running order, it says TikTok. Yeah, Microsoft failed to uh, take over TikTok. 
Microsoft failed to take over TikTok. Well, they were going to buy them out, the American bit. Ah. So it's now, now being uh, possibly sold to a company called Oracle. I don't actually. Was that the old Oracle that did the TV set? No, it's not, it's not the same Oracle as the two. They're a big sort of a computer stroke database company. Mm. I don't, I'm, yeah, I don't do it. You don't do it? No. It's probably advisable at the moment. Why? I'm sure doctor's orders and all that. Sorry. Oh, no, that I, yeah, well... You know, some of the medication does make that sometimes difficult, but there's all sorts of other things you can get to. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, look at the dust in here. I'm dusted in here for ages. We well, haven't been in there for a while. I do my radio show from here, but at night it's dark. You don't see the dust. Do you know the great thing I realised about TV fairly early on is that you can have um, – you can, you can have the dirtiest, dustiest set on television. It doesn't show up. Yeah, the definitions of the camera are rubbish. But nowadays, I'd find it harder to get away with that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but there's still, it doesn't, it, everything looks better on television than in reality. I mean, I remember going into one of the BBC News studios and uh, around the telly where they uh, have the logos, they just put black tape over and it looked horrible when you were stood next to the telly, but you don't see mm. it. No. No, it's amazing what black can do. Very slimming. Yeah, that's why I wear black all the time. Anyway, um, so uh, what's worth watching on TV? Um, I watched a really good movie the other day. Oh, yeah? But I watched so many, I can never remember the name. And it, well, um, it was all about a black athlete who unfortunately got wrongly convicted of a crime Um and how he proved he was uh, he was innocent at the end because of America's uh, legal system doesn't really uh, it doesn't really give you the opportunity to be innocent until proven guilty. It kind of slaps a a thing on you, and that's it. Okay. What was it called? It was a oh, I don't know. It was a really good film, really good film. And then I watched uh, Beautiful Mind. I've never seen it with Russell Crowe, and that it's a long film, but it's really it it it. It's a very interesting and beautifully acted movie. I went to go and see that Tenet film in the cinema. Oh, yeah. What's that about? I couldn't get my head around it at all. It was all sort of um, about time travel and, and stuff. <laughs> bits of time uh -huh. going backwards and bits of time going forward at the same time. And you could cross over from one side to the other, so certain things in your forward timeline were going backwards. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. And I was in the well, cinema with social distancing, so there was only about 12 people in the whole cinema because everything was taped off. The best cinema experience ever. So one good thing to come out of this COVID stuff is uh, going to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, but they'll all be closing down because they're not making enough money, so that won't last. Yeah. Had to wear a mask as well in the cinema. Oh, that's ridiculous. Here's a question for you. Why, and, and uh, I just uh, came on, why did the BBC sack the captains in question of sport? And the host. Who's the host? The uh, the tennis lady. All right. I don't ever watch it, but why would they do that? Shifting things around a bit. I think they've been there for, what, 20-odd years, 23 years, something like that? Well, I don't, I'm not against you. I just wondered because, well, that's good because, quite frankly, the BBC needs to be sold off. People, I mean, I'm not going to pay a licence. I'm not going to watch it, obviously. I wouldn't break the law, but for goodness sake... Gary Lineker, yeah. that's another one that could go. Well, he's paid, he's paid a couple of million pounds a year for just sitting there talking rubbish. 
Well, he just sits there and goes, uh, oh, he's kicking the ball, and he's uh, mm. oh, he's scored. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's a good goal, yeah. isn't it? What a waste of bloody money. And they're, they're cutting... Well, no, don't get me going on, on, on the way broadcasting is organised in this country, because it seems to be organised by... Uh, generally by... I mean, it's so easy to make a TV show. We do it. Uh, you know that show I was doing, James Well Breaks the News? We're going to go back to doing that. How are you going to do that? What do you mean, how am I going to do it? Just wander in and do it. Well, how are you going to get there? Well, aren't you but, supposed to be shielding? Yeah, well, that's not going to last forever, is it? I suppose not. The vaccine's out soon, isn't it? Well, I don't even, you know, I don't even think about it. But I'm not going on the train. So you're not going on the train. I'm not going to drive. I'll get someone to drive me. Get someone to drive you. There we go. All right. Yeah. A bit far for you, but I'm sure I can find somebody. Um, okay, so... Uh, have we finished that? No, you were going to talk about movies, weren't you? Well, I just said that the Tenet movie, if, you, if you've got a, a brain that doesn't explode, um, then go and see that. Mm. Well, yeah. I don't want to be bored. I really don't. I must admit, um, it, was, it was very... Uh, see, the thing is, I saw the trailer at Christmas time. And it yeah. was a weird trailer. The trailer wasn't really a trailer. It was like the first five minutes of the film. Very, very modern way of doing a trailer. Hmm. Um, it was very loud, explosions everywhere, and it looked really exciting. I didn't even realise it was a trailer. I thought that I was actually sat in the wrong movie. I was actually going to see the, um, the Star hmm. Wars movie, and I thought I was actually sat in the wrong movie. We were all looking at each other in the cinema going, are we in the right film? Because it just started. Yeah. Um, and then it came up and said Tenet. And then I thought, oh, it must be a trailer. And when, presumably then, that's the only good bit of the movie, so that's why they put it in as the no, trailer. it was like that all the way through, but it was just, oh. like, there was just so many, like, I'm just going to go in through this door. When I go through this door, I'm going backwards in time, even though I'm walking forwards. Mm. And then when I shoot people, um, the bullet goes back in the gun. And it's like, right, okay. And then there's a car chase scene where one car's going backwards and one car's going, eh, it's, you just can't get your head around yeah. it. It's like that all Sounds ridiculous. Sounds ridiculous. I'm not even interested. The thing I'm interested in is that they have found there's possibly signs of life on Venus. When they say life on, on Venus, are we talking about talking, walking, singing, or dancing? Well, we don't know yet, but they found noxious gas on Venus, and it's the noxious gases that actually um, are, uh, are the beginnings of life. So who knows where life got to? It could have... It could have started. I put out some noxious gases every now and again. Are you trying to tell me that uh, I'm starting life? Well, not with your noxious gases because they're not very nice. Well, that's sort of defined by the word noxious. Oh, got another mention from Lizzie Cundy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah. Uh, right, well, we finished. Uh, the best film I've seen in ages is Eurovision. That's actually quite funny. It takes a while to get to the funny bits, though. Yeah. The hamster wheel was the funniest bit. That was funny. That was very funny. And the way they did the whole Eurovision thing, taking the piss out of Eurovision, was just amazing. It's very, very funny. Yeah. And the girl who plays the lead in it, I don't know what her name is, but she's just a, a really lovely actress with a great sort of um, vibe. A vibe? A vibe, yeah. It's a modern word for uh, a great kind of personality. You know, these, uh, this life on, on Venus, if they send, like, a little probe out to Venus mm. and gather some and bring it back, it could wipe out our planet, couldn't it? It could be completely uh, dodgy. I mean, we've got, we've, got, we've got COVID floating around at the moment. 
So imagine if you flew all the way to Venus or Mars. Or even, in fact, we're going to put people on Mars very soon, aren't we? So they're going to land on Mars, open the door, yeah. and then uh, some bacteria or something and get on them. And then they'll come all the way back to Earth, and then the bacteria will grow into some big alien and eat us all. Maybe that's what's happening now. Maybe they're frightened to tell us. Maybe we've been visited by aliens, and that's where this disease came from. Or bats. Anyway, here's a joke from James Higgs. He said, three men are stranded on an island. They're close to starvation when a native tribe finds them and takes them back to their camp. The leader says, go in a jungle and bring back a fruit. Then we will let you live. They go, I was going to do voices. I thought, no, in this day and age, that'll be just too much, won't it? It would, yeah. Uh, they go out looking for fruits. The first guy comes back with a peach. The leader says, now take the peach and shove it up your ass. If you laugh, we will kill you. He attempts it, but starts to laugh, so they cut his head off. The second man appears back from his trip with a grape. The leader gives him the same instruction, but the second guy doesn't seem to be having any problems putting it up, but bursts out laughing midway through his test, so he's beheaded. In heaven, the two guys meet. The first guy says, I laugh because the peach's fuzz was tickling my bum. Why did you laugh? And the second man responded, I was doing fine until I saw the third guy come back with a pineapple. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. That's quite sick. But there we are. <laughs> Uh, jamesworldradio.co.uk if you have any jokes let us know we got any questions or is there anything else you want to do I don't know uh, how's Trump doing how is Trump doing yeah how do you think Trump I don't know doing? I haven't really paid much attention to that um, but I imagine he'll win I can't see America being governed by the other old fool why I don't know much about the other guy but why ask the question? Because everybody couldn't give a shit. It's the same way that nobody cares about this um, uh, poisoning of the guy in Russia. If you tried to get interest in people to respond to that, nobody cares. We don't talk about the poisoning of the guy in Russia, though, do we? Why not? Just in case something happens. Who to? Well, if you mentioned it, you know, you might get poisoned yourself. Hmm. Well, I did tell you right at the beginning, you know, we're all going to die sometime. Yeah, but not by the Russians. Who knows? I think the Russians are very nice people. I like you Russians. creep. Well, the Russian people, I'm sure, are nice. It's the politicians. Oh, no, they're great. And especially that, uh, the big guy at the top. Is it uh, Tutin? Rutin? Putin? Something like that? Rutin, Tutin, Putin. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. The horse guy. The one, that one that's oh, the one who rides topless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never he, really thought about it. He's the best of them all. He's quite sexy, isn't he? In a macho way. Oh, he's one of the sexiest people on the planet. Yeah. Did you think we're okay now? <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be okay. Okay. Right. Is it? Uh, should we do any questions or not? I've because, got a couple of questions. Uh, not many. Have you? Yeah. Because uh, uh, one, of the first question is quite nice because it's in our running order. Mm. Uh, Claire Oddie. I used to be, I'm a nickname in school. I used to be called Oddie. Don't know why. Yeah, well, you are. Um, how do you feel about compulsory face masks? I don't actually understand the point of it, I'm afraid, but it's uh, a law now. You can end up with a criminal record if you don't comply with the law, so I must, con 
I must encourage all of you to comply with the law. The laws change quite regularly at the moment, don't they? But there we are. Yeah, because in England, you, you can you have to when you go into a shop, you have to wear a face mask, but the staff in the shop don't have to wear a face mask. But most of them do. Well, most of them do, which is fair enough. That's their choice. Yeah. In Wales, it's both. Yeah. So that means that when I'm in the shop by myself, I naturally would take my face mask off and I put it down on the on the counter and then the, the, someone will come in the door and I'll put the face mask on. Then You're that, talking about your own shop. Yeah, and then the, mm. they'll then uh, put their hands and their laptops and stuff all over the counter and then when they leave, I'll put my face mask back down on the counter and I suppose I should clean the counter. And But by you're not going to get much of a chance because they're going to be doing that so many times a day, I won't get any jobs done. So by the time I've done it, I've contaminated absolutely everything. Mm. You see, in your business, because uh, for people who don't know, uh, Rob runs his own um, computer business, and uh, I would be wearing those very tight rubber gloves all the time, you know, the, the sort of medical ones. Because of the keyboards? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere near a computer that somebody else has touched. I, th- I think you should think about that, because I think you'd be better off served wearing gloves rather than a mask, but there we are. Uh, these, these, uh, all these rules and regulations are so sort of... Um, uh, what, contra, contra, con, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Contra- oh, contradictory. Contradictory. That's it. Yeah, contradictory. And uh, but anyway, we must abide by the law. So uh, carry on. Next one. Uh, Colin Watkins. Why is Shelley Long only five foot four? Because who wants to be any taller than five foot four? The taller you are, the less you will live, and the more expensive your clothes are. Exactly. Uh, Rob James, I sold my Adele single, but the person hasn't paid for it. Should I give up or should I just keep chasing payments? I would just keep chasing payments. Uh, Darren Whiteman, does Keir Starmer only own one suit? Yep, most politicians do. Uh, They usually take it to the cleaners, get it cleaned at the weekend and then put it back on. Is it true that Ash wears, wears a suit that's given to him in the evenings they give him a jacket because he's on television and because if he doesn't wear the jacket he looks really slovenly so you will notice that he wears it over a t-shirt or whatever else he has on but it is amazing on television what the wearing of a jacket will do nobody actually said to me in fact a friend of mine who used to direct my old tv show uh was around here for lunch the other day and he said you know i was looking at that and i was going to call you and say you really look ill that was nice of him on what now? The James Well breaks the news. Yeah, yeah. There was a period of time when you were sending me photos, and I was like, "There's something <laughs> not quite right." But yeah. then you said you shaved your eyebrows off, so I thought, "Oh, that's probably what it is." Yeah, yeah. Have they grown back yeah. now? Yeah, I, I, I still I like I don't like men with bushy eyebrows. I don't like men with bushy ears or bushy noses. So I keep all the hair plucked, and it's amazing how much younger you look. Jay Robinson, is it time Sadiq Khan vacated London? Yeah. Having had to go into London a few times recently, it is just fucked up totally. The roads are closed, the amount of cycle lanes they've put in, you know, the buses, the trucks, the cabs, uh, they can't get around, never mind about the people who drive into London because they need to. Uh, Nobody drives into a, a city for fun. Um, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And the putting up the congestion jars till 10 o'clock every night and making it seven days a week is, I think it's verging on criminal. You think you've got it bad down in London, our high street here where my shop is, you can't drive up it because there was a fire at Christmas 
mm. and they've put scaffolding across the road so no cars can get up or whatever, no deliveries, etc. And well, it's going to stay like that till middle of next year. Well, that is, in my opinion, that's ridiculously crass. Or because they can't get a crane in. Yeah. Why do I keep getting adverts? I've got another one here from Marriott Bovee Hotels. Is that where you stay when you go on your... I've never stayed at one. Well, then why I don't, don't think. What? Well, then just click the unsubscribe button on the bottom of the email. Oh, right. Is that all you have to do? Well, if they don't comply, they're uh, breaking all sorts of rules and regulations, <clears throat> and the Europeans will go around and tell them off. Oh, well, I'll do that then. Right, well, I think that's it now. We must have bored the entire universe uh, with this. So thank you very much indeed. Thanks for all the mentions. Um, and if you've enjoyed it, let us know. And if you thought it was really dull, let us know. If you've got any jokes to cheer us up, you know where to send them. Oh, and buy a copy of the book. Did I tell you about the book? No. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, ten years ago, or just over ten years ago, I wrote my autobiography called My uh, Not Quite a Celebrity or Almost a Celebrity or something. And uh, we've got copies available, six ninety five. Go to the website, jamesworldradio.co.uk. How was that? That was, that was great. People like your um, answer phone message that we got in the shop now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry, have we sold any? What, answer phones? Yeah. No answer phone messages. You said you would. Oh, we could put an ad. Yeah, I put an advert up on, your, on, the, uh, on the shop for um, an answer phone message. If you want an answer phone message, we'll send it well, to why, you. Why in the shop? Why don't we do it here? How do you mean, do it here? Well, apparently, um, not that I'm a celebrity, but apparently if you want to get a celebrity to record an after uh, an answer phone message, like, um, hi, you've got through to Rob, but he's not in at the moment. If you leave your name and number, we'll make sure he gets back to you very soon. Well, I've got a free one. Yeah. But you charged about 40 quid or something for that. Yeah, also uh, video uh, birthday messages. That's the uh, the done thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, I had a, a, I, I meant to tell you, I had some some American company get in touch the other day and ask me if they could do it with me. Answer phone message. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, no, and birthday messages and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I said no. Oh. Well, you could do it yourself. Well, yeah, they wanted they wanted nearly fifty percent of whatever I would uh, they would charge for it. Well, 50% of three quid is not really worth it, is it, really? Well, of course not, no. Well, if there was any interest, we'd do it anyway. Okay. Well, maybe do we an individual it. deal. Well, we could put an order thing in on the uh, on the app, maybe. That's a good idea. Yeah. Can you not talk about the app and then it never materialises? I've sent you the videos. I've got, I've got evidence now. Yeah, you send me videos of it all the time. That is true, yeah. But it never actually turns out to be anything. Well, I've got a copy of it and it works great. Yeah, well, that I find that strange as well because you sent it to me. Hang on, um, let me. I've got it on the phone. Huh? Hold on. Well, at least we've got the title sequence in somewhere. Ooh. That's the intro for the new TV show. That's the intro to my old TV show. What are you talking about? No, that's not. That's the intro to the new TV show. Oh, right. Okay. That's in full, I thought, full HD, 4K, 
super high quality. It might look like your old TV show. That's the whole point. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's the, the intro for the new TV show. Oh, because my old TV show um, sounded a bit like this. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, so there we are. I, could, I got the wrong bit of it there, didn't I? He did, yeah, that's Take nothing like down, I don't like them. Rip them off. Take them down. That was me uh, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't go on with that. I mean, you know, it's a No, bit, take them down, I don't like them. That's not, <laughs> that's, that's not something you could put out this day and age. Yeah. Put you in the back. Ooh, I found something else here. No, that's, that's, you, that's, that's you in the hot tub naked again. <laughs> No, is it? Get rid of that as well. Um, <laughs> so go and check out the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, that's it. We'll talk to you soon. Don't forget, catch up with me on Talk Radio as well. And if you've never tuned into Talk Radio, it is the best radio station in the universe. You don't have to tune in, though. You can just get the app. It's better to get the app, actually. I don't even possess a radio now. Or Alexa. I just say, Alexa, talk radio. That's going to annoy lots of people, because if they're listening on a set of speakers, Alexa's going to start. I'll probably cancel our podcast, actually, and play the... Yeah. Uh, it's good that the, uh, this is the end of the show. Alexa, talk radio. There we are. Yeah, I should get one of those. Can you get me one? I have actually got you one. It's been sat on my shelf since Christmas. Cheers.
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>